Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Bags, the podcast for below average golfers by two below average golfers, Owen Smith, alongside Caleb Wallen. Welcome to 2024, everybody. Um, you know, had a little holiday break and, uh, you know, clearly things have been slower throughout the off season this time around, just kind of trying a new new schedule and everything. Uh, but Caleb, good to be back. 2024. How are you doing? Great, man. I'm I'm super pumped for for what golf will bring this year um, for our own games, for the, the greater game of golf. Um, looking forward to it for sure. Good. good. Well, uh, it's good to be back on the microphone with you um, and excited for you know, what we have planned and what we have in store for bags going into 2024. Uh, we are actually going to and this will be the first episode of it. We're going to try a slightly different approach to the bags podcast. So it's not probably not going to be too different for the audio listener. Um, you'll notice a couple of things that may change, but ultimately kind of what we're at least trialing out for maybe this first kind of quarter of, of the, of the year is to do, we've always done segments, but we're going to do like really define time for segments and kind of break things up, give ourselves a little breather, really kind of put, you know, more effort into fewer things maybe. Um, and not kind of cross and blur lines sometimes traditionally we've been, Hey, let's hit, let's hit record. We have a couple of things we want to talk about. Sometimes they blur and, uh, you know, uh, lean into each other and that's fine, but we just want to try something. And, and with that, do more content, um, out on YouTube and, and, uh, and, and video form. So we're giving that a try. Um, today, what we plan to discuss and have two segments on for, for this, uh, 2024 opener, um, is we are going to go through our 2024 pro golf predictions. Um, we'll get to that, of course, not just PGA Tour because pro golf is changing, of course. Um, then the other thing is uh, we'll talk about Callaway and all the new stuff that's coming out. Clearly, Caleb and I are huge uh, Callaway fans and uh, have, have some sort of relationship with the podcast. And of course, uh, shout out to, to Michael Verska, and, and he was on the podcast uh, not too long ago with Caleb. So, um, talk about kind of all, all those new things that are coming there. So Caleb, any words or uh, things you want to share before we go into our, our segments for today? Yeah, hopefully big things are coming. Um, you know, we have a couple ideas uh, on how to give back to the game of golf uh, for this year. And then we've got some, some personal things cooking up. So yeah. hopefully it's, uh, it's every bit as good as we want it to be. Awesome. All right. Well, we will transition into the first segment. So again, everybody, thank you for listening to the, the Bags podcast and let's get into the show. All right. So pro golf is changing. Uh, last year we did our PGA Tour predictions uh, because we were primarily PGA Tour fans, Caleb. And, uh, and you know, clearly still, I would say as a product are, are more interested and the uh, PGA tour product, but, um, we're going to call this our pro golf predictions because a lot's changed in with, uh, the, the merger that's going to happen eventually, probably, um, bigger names, if, <laughs> if I guess, uh, bigger names are going over to live. So it's kind of more of like, all right, let's take a step back for now. Let's just make it's January. A lot can change before the end of the year. So let's just call it a pro golf prediction show uh, for now. And there's a couple categories that we're focusing our uh, time on today. So we're going to predict who we have winning the four majors. Um, 
last year. I think we only had like one right each, and I don't think we picked the right tournament for that person. So we'll give ourselves a little more grace this time around. Uh, we're going to pick the PGA Tour Player of the Year. Um, our biggest regression, which uh, Caleb nailed last year, and I was semi-right uh, 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 last year as well. Um, most improved player or breakout player of, of the year that we're expecting. And again, that could be live, that could be PGA, um, whatever that may be. Um, and then we'll just give our kind of final thoughts on the, the live and PGA tour merger. So Caleb, I'm going to give you the four, which category should we hit first, um, for, for, for these categories today? Um, probably the one that I would consider myself to be most confident okay. in. Um, and we'll just go with the open. Okay. What are you thinking? So Hovland. Okay. That's that that's the one that I'm I'm most confident in. With how he just tore up the course over there um in Rome. Um, you know, hopefully he won't take that you know that much of a step back. But uh but yeah, my my guess for the open is gonna be Hovland. Okay. Um, let's just go, let's hit yours first. Um, let's hit all four of yours and then we'll, we'll visit mine. Um, so that's the most confident you're in. Let, let, let's take it to April. So masters, who do you got your eyes on for the masters? Because it's got to happen sometime. We're going to go max. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Rory. <laughs> I, oh no, <laughs> nope. Nope. I, uh, I'm still on the max train. Right. Um, Hopefully he can get it done, uh, to so that we can clip this later and and say, hey, we you know, Caleb got this one right. So the first one, yeah, I, I still believe in, yeah, I still believe in Max for okay, sure. Okay, so Max will win the first major of the year, um, and Hovland will win the last major of the year. And in, in your opinion, both would be first time major winners, even though both have impressive PGA Tour wins and other you know achievements throughout golf. So. Uh, we had that last year. We had uh, two first-time uh, major winners last year. So curious to see where you go from here. So that would take us, let's see, which one are you going to go, PGA Championship or U.S. Open? Let's go PGA Championship. Okay. Uh, I think JT is going to get it done in his backyard. Okay. okay. So JT gets it done, and then uh, Louisville, Kentucky at Valhalla. Um, and coming off a very interesting year, of course. Um, okay. Um, and then the U S open. Yeah, that's the, that's the tough one over in Pinehurst. Um, let's see. I mean, I feel like Scotty's the safest answer with, with that. Um, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not that confident in that one. Um, Pinehurst can be, you know, a tough one for some guys, especially if they're not playing in form. Um, so yeah, definitely least confident about that one, but I like my odds with Scotty. Okay. Okay. So to, to recap, you have Max winning the masters, JT winning the PGA championship, Scotty winning the U S open and Hovland rounding out the year with the open, um, which, which one are you? And we already know you're most confident in Hovland what what player are you least confident in um even if it's even, let's just call uh, it a major like take away the tournaments this is these are your four major champions of the year who are you least confident in out of those four as much as it pains me i would probably be least confident in max really so jt over max 
I just think JT was he's fed up with how he played last year. Um, like he, you know, he doesn't want that kind of year again. Uh, and I just think his the motor that he can have is is gonna kick into gear again. Um, and we'll we'll see it come back to true JT form. Okay. Okay. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, I'll get into mine. Now I'll I'll be transparent. I uh picked my four major winners. I didn't in preparation didn't tie them to a specific tournament, but I that's the format that we have to do. I kind of wanted to force myself to be on the spot with this one. So I'll give you the four names first and then I'll kind of match them to the to the tournament. So Scotty Scheffler, number one. Um, that's my most confident, I think, um, this year being a major champion clearly had a lot of struggles with putting last year. Seems like there's maybe been some work done on that. Um, if you take away the putting, if you even gave him like average putting last year, he has like one of the greatest seasons of all time, uh, on the PGA tour and and just in general, he always, he's always in contention. He's, his name's always up there. He's already won a major. So he has some of that experience. So I'm putting Scotty um, as most confident. Number two, uh, most confident, um, and this may seem like a square pick, picking these two, one and two, uh, but I'm going John Rahm. Um, I think that the stigma that a live golfer would not be able to um, win a major has gone away with Brooks helping out there. Um, and he will only play on probably, what, a couple tournaments before you know, he'll only play in a handful of tournaments before, so it's not like he's going to be too out of it um, on that live schedule. Um, so, right. Rom number two, Rory. Now, I'm a fanboy. I love Rory McIlroy, one of my favorite, for one sure. of my favorite golfers, right? Um, I think he gets it done, but I think he gets it done when it's least expected, which I'll tie that to a tournament here in a second. Um, and then this is out of left field. I don't think that you could guess this name if I gave you five guesses, Caleb. Um, but I'm using the – my thought behind it is I never would have said Wyndham Clark and I never would have said Brian Harmon last year. Um, so I'm going Sepp Straka, my fourth major winner of the year. <laughs> okay. okay. So that is – I Okay. I, I didn't want – you know, Hovland was up there. Like, I was thinking about maybe Spieth. Like, I'm, I'm kind of throwing some of these names out that are kind of towards the top of the list. Maybe talk about Brooks, whatever. I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to pick a name out of left field. That's good. Has, you know, has some experience, but isn't an expected major champion, I'd guess. So I'll say that. So Scotty, Rory, Rom, Straka. I'll go Scotty masters. Um, I'll go Rory PGA championship. I'll go Rom us open. I'll go Straka the open to, to end out the year. So Scotty, Rory, Rom, and Straka to, to end it out there. So any, any pushback on those? I, I am shocked about the Straka pick. Uh, I've honestly figured you would, you would have said like, uh, Aubert, Ludwig Aubert. That's like, that was going to, that's the first name that popped into my head when you said that. Um, and I was gonna like, yeah, I can probably pick. I could probably get it. Like it's five picks. Like I can probably get. It. Would have never gotten to Straka. You, I'm telling you, you um, I don't even know if I could have gotten to Straka with like ten <laughs> picks. Um, but yeah, I. 
I mean, it, it happens, it so you m- might as well. Hey, these are just predictions, baby. I'm not putting. Have you have you sprinkled any uh any units on I that? I probably should. I probably would. I probably will. Just something, right? To make it make it worth yeah. it, you know, make it like a. Officially if official. I want to put my name on the line on the podcast, then yeah. I need to, yeah, maybe even if it's just a one dollar bet, I'm sure that pays like a hundred dollars. Yes. You might as well try to win a driver out of yeah, it. There you go. There you go. Which got close, but messed up. Um, okay. So um so major winners, we got that taken care of. All right, PGA tour player of the year. Um, Caleb, who do you have in mind for this? I want it to be a USA guy. I obviously, if you've listened long enough, you know, like I'm USA first for sure. But Hovland's just playing so well. Yeah. And with how close he got, you know, he with how close he got last year, I I don't necessarily see him changing a whole lot. Um, when I was watching the the century, they had mentioned about him and his coach uh, splitting. Um, and one of the conversations I guess that they had between the two was that his coach wanted to get him to the point where he did not need him. Um, now they didn't go into detail as far as like the timing of the split. So, you know, or the rockiness of the split, I guess. So I guess it could have still been on not great terms, but when you have a coach that has a goal that says, I want to get you to the point where you no longer need me. Um, you know, I feel like that's setting him up in some way to be successful. Yep. Um, and with the success that he had, you know, at the end of the season with the Ryder cup, um, I just, I don't see that trailing off too hard. Great pick. Um, was not my pick for it, but, um, uh, was definitely in consideration. I mean, hard to deny what he's been doing and I think we'll have a very good year. Um, but I am going to continue to um, lean into Scotty Scheffler on, on this again. I just I he's young enough. I don't think he has enough scar tissue um, to you know completely veer him off his path. He seems to be, you know, th- there is potential with this guy to be one of the greats if he you know a- a- as he goes throughout his career. Um, and I think I think this is you know last year was maybe an off year for him in some ways compared to how the, the year prior went. Um, so I think he gets back to it and, and I, I'm going to say Scotty wins PJ tour player of the year, which he was definitely in contention for this year. So, okay. Opposite side of that. Now Good. we'll extend this away from the PGA tour and just kind of give it um, the entire pro, pro golf um, landscape. So, you know, clearly would be factoring probably majors in and um, you know, just everything, right? Like we don't really, count live wins but um yeah just someone that's not going to be in the limelight that was in the limelight and was having a good year last year so um caleb go ahead who who do you think takes the biggest uh step back out of the of the top players uh much to the dismay of unt i'm gonna say tom kim (laughs) no i'm just kidding kidding. i mean Uh, but no i that's tough though, man. Cause last year I did, I, I did not want to be right. And of course it was the one thing that I was right of about, course. um, which is unfortunate. 
because uh, we we both like Rory. Um, but yeah, I I'm trying to think of like I'm looking at the the list of the the guys that were at the Century Tournament. So they either they've won before or they won last year to get themselves in that tournament. Um, and as we know, it's super hard to win on the PJ tour. So obviously these guys were doing something right to get them in there. Um, but I mean, have we really heard much from Hideki in, in the last, you know, couple months? Oh. I, and that's not like, I'm not taking shots at him by any means, but like, I don't know. Originally, I probably would have said Ricky, but Ricky ended up having a decent year. Right. So, you know, I don't know. So I only because he's towards the bottom of this list. It's I don't really know what else to do, and we haven't really heard from him based on you know the last couple tournaments or so. So I'll, I'll say Hideki. Okay. I, but sure. again, hopefully, I'm wrong. I think if Hideki is playing well, it's good for the game. So, right. um. So yeah, we'll we'll keep it there. I hope you're wrong on that, but I, I I do think, and I would consider him for it just based on how things have been going. Um, I'm gonna go a little higher profile on this one, um, and a little more. You know, has had success recently, but has also had some struggles. Um, not too you know not too far back as well. Um, I think Brooks takes a step back. Um, now again, how do we how do we measure that when he's on live and? You know, there, there's questions on, you know, on that format. Uh, he won a couple times, I believe, right. on last year. Um, he won a major championship. He was in contention for for the Masters um, with Rom. Um, again, it's hard to measure that compared to some of the others like a PGA Tour, you know, Hideki. Um, but I do think that maybe his name won't be in the opportunities that we do get to watch Brooks on the big stage. I think that there may be a step back from what there was last year. Hope I'm wrong. Love Brooks. He's one of the live guys that I, I really enjoy. One of my favorite golfers, but I do think that there may be a little bit of like, hey, wouldn't say he's completely back yet. But again, hope I'm wrong on that. Okay. That's fair. Most improved or breakout player. Um, I'll just get ahead of mine because it is, I've already been open about it. I'm going Ludwig Obert. He's going to have a great year. I don't know what that means as far as – I don't think he's going to necessarily win a major, clearly, based on my predictions. But I do think he gets a couple PGA Tour wins potentially. Um, and I think he's just going to be a, a name to be reckoned with here before long. Um, so I think he's going to have a, a bigger breakout season, be more of that guy that people recognize on major championship weekends and less of the guy that the golf sickos already know about. Um, so you're going to join me on that or do you have somebody else in mind? That, yeah, that was, that was going to be my pick was, was Ludwig okay. for sure. Um, especially if he can like dial in his drives. Like I don't, they didn't appear to be, you know, all over the course by any means, but if he's hitting it that far and he's, you know, moderately accurate, I mean, the data shows, you know, thanks to thanks to Lou, like the closer you are to the hole, the better. It doesn't matter where you're at. So, yeah, I think his power is just going to really come to light. All right, we're both on it. Both be drinking the Kool-Aid, probably sprinkle some bets on him as well, and excited to see where that goes for old Ludwig Obert. That starts with an A, by the way. Just a heads up. Um, <laughs> and ends with a and G. With, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, okay. 
final question, final prediction uh, for the 2024 pro golf year. Um, will the live, will live and PGA tour merge and give me an estimate of when you think it will happen. It, you can, you know, give it a month. We'll just say pick a month. It doesn't have to be a day or, or week or whatever. Just give, give me the month that you think it'll happen. And if, if you think it will happen. I definitely think it will happen at this point. Um, and honestly, it's based off of Rory's comments. Yeah. Um, the last comments that he made, you know, he, we're, we both are not overly fans of live and, you know, kind of how it came to be and, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, I mean, you ultimately do want the best players playing in every tournament. Um, and I think if you continue on the divide, whether we like it or not, it's going to like disseminate golf in general. Um, and we're going to have like subsets of tours and, then we're really going to get into like the boys club stuff where it's like, yeah, these six people are, you know, playing in this tournament and then eight people are playing in this tournament. It's always going to be those pods. Um, so I think ultimately you have to, which again, like I'm not a huge fan of, you know, Greg Norman that's been said, I think that goes for both of us, but somehow find a way to take Greg Norman out of it. And I'm more than okay. Um, but yeah, I think I think they do, um, and I would probably, if I had to guess, say it comes in May. Um, May. Okay. Everybody, everybody comes together and at the Masters and realizes like, hey, you we had our guys there, you had the PJ Tour guys there. It works. This is how it can work. Um, hopefully, Jay is either no longer a snake <laughs> or no longer the the commissioner of the PGA. Um, I think that would also help. Um, but yeah, I would, I would say after some, some good conversations at, at the masters, whether somebody has it, you know, while they're there or shortly after, I think is when they get it done. Okay. Okay. Well, I think they get it done and I think that they get it done before the masters. Um, I think that they take care of business not too far into 2024, I'm going to say February. Um, I think that they give it enough time to maybe work some things out and maybe have an announcement at the masters of kind of what things could look like. Maybe get some, you know, masters is the biggest stage um, in golf for, for, for majority of people. And I think that that's the perfect opportunity to, you know, let, let some of it die down, let the merger actually happen. Um, and give you, you know, give it some time to maybe tease some things while you're in Augusta, uh, while you're with Fred Ridley and, and all of that. So I think it gets done. I think it gets done in February and, um, we'll see how things go from there. So those are our 2024 pro golf predictions. We will be revisiting these a few times throughout the year. Always check in right before the majors, always check in uh, right at the end of the, you know, the U S or the, the, the British open. Um, and then always kind of check in to, to end out 2024. So uh, we're going to get to our next segment here in a minute. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kick things over there here soon. Caleb Callaway has been busy lately. <laughs> you got the hat on right now. Uh, they have been releasing, you know, it's, it's the time of the year where they get us all excited about golf equipment while you and I are locked in our houses in, in the middle of January, 
uh, you know, probably three months at least, eh, maybe a little less, maybe a little less than three months away from actually hitting the ball outside. Um, but they get us excited about this equipment. They tell us, Hey, here's some, here's some things that are going to make you better. Um, of course, all the, all of the golf manufacturers and, and, and everybody in the industry, this, this is their big time of year, get you to spend that Christmas money, that tax money, that, you know, all, all, all the fun stuff there to, to start out the year and be ready to go for the, the season. So, um, but we're, we're loyal to Callaway. I upgraded to some Callaway irons last year. Um, you've been all Callaway for a while for the most part. I think there's like one club that's not Callaway. Um, so we're clearly a little more loyal to, to them than the other manufacturers. And you and I have been sending some texts back and forth, sending each other things on Instagram. Um, you even had the opportunity to talk with Michael Verska from Callaway just a few weeks ago on the podcast about at that point, it was just the AI one putter that had come out. So what insights um, for those that didn't listen to the episode or haven't checked that out yet? Um, what are some of the insights that you got from Verska on the AI one putter um, that, that them and Odyssey had released? Yeah, the uh, the new A one putter is super exciting. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward. You know, we're you and I are trying to get together with Verska when he comes into town um, here next month. Um, if we can do so, I'm really hoping that you know he and I can find a time to to go you know test out some of these putters and and possibly get one. Um, I've I was fortunate enough to get some some birthday money and Christmas money. Um, and so I'm hoping that I can, I can splurge a little bit on that. Um, but yeah, man, the, the A1, the AI one milled is going to be incredible. Um, it's already one for one, uh, with Chris Kirk winning out at the century, um, which really weird fact about his putter. I learned that he does not have an alignment like line on his putter. Um, so it's, yeah. And it's not like, you know, it's the, let's see, it's the mallet. Um, it's not just the blade. So it's got a thicker back. I don't know how he was, how he could do that personally <laughs> with no type of alignment on there, but, um, it worked for him. Uh, he got it done, but yeah, man, the, the AY AI one milled putter is going to be much more forgiving and much better for my game as somebody that struggles with putting, um, and Mr. Verska, I really hope I don't get this number wrong, uh, but it's supposed to improve your misses, I think, by 21%. So the way he explained it to me was like, you know, if you have a, a 30-foot putt, right, you get up there, you knock it, and it goes, you know, with your putter, it's going to go, you know, maybe eight feet to the right, and it's going to end up three feet short. Well, now with this putter, you know, it's supposed to help you correct those things to where you're going to have that same 30 foot putt, but you're going to knock it to one foot and it's going to be three feet out if you miss. Um, cause obviously 30 foot putts are no guarantee. Like we can't joke ourselves. Like uh, you get maybe, or you and I probably get maximum three of those, you know, per year or per season. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, uh, that 21% is really going to help us. Um, you know, it's going to put more confident in our games because we're going to, you know, knock it closer. And whether we have to two putt, you know, that's fine. We'll take our medicine two putt. But, you know, we just we got to eliminate three putts because golf is all about, you know, like what we've learned from Lou. Golf is about not making bogeys. Um, 
and, you know, just make more pars and, and you'll become a better golfer. And so, you know, with this new putter, I could really see that happening. Um, and, you know, I've implemented a new, you know, putting stroke, a new mindset on putting in the fall. It w- seemed to work fairly well. Um, so a new mindset, a new putter that's, you know, going to be, you know, fit to me. Um, I just, I have a lot of confidence in it and I don't even have it yet. Um, so I'm hoping that that confidence really, you know, stays the course and, and helps me out there because, you know, like we said, it's, he's, he's one of one or Chris Kirk is one of one using it. Um, and if there's any kind of track record, like, you know, the paradigm had last year, it's going to go, it's going to explode and, you know, take over and it's going to be the, the world's hottest putter, which it, it definitely should be in my opinion. Sure. No, it, it was, you know, I don't, I would say out of all the clubs in the bag, like the putter is probably the least excited I get about and more of like the new models and stuff, right? Like I feel like sometimes the marketing around them is like not, it's not as exciting as the driver irons. It's not as like, um, I don't know, like the improvements are like, well, you know, whatever. Right. And, and, and that's, that's just me as a, as a consumer without having, you know, I didn't have that conversation with Verska. So I, I'm sure that there are benefits to it. And, uh, but this one definitely caught my attention um, and, and had me considering it for a little bit, maybe, you know, floated the idea around Christmas, like, Hey, maybe, you know, you know, it's, it's out there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but then paradigm AI smoke came out and I go, well, Caleb, hold on. There's two clubs in my bag that are not Callaway and that's my driver and that's my putter. This paradigm AI smoke kind of has my attention now, uh, Verska, and any Callaway employee that's watching or listening to this, close your ears, close your eyes for a second. Um, while I talk about this, I hit the paradigm last year. I don't know if it was, a, I talked about it on the podcast last year. I don't know if it was just, I was, I had already been fit for irons and maybe I was just wore out and I wasn't you know, fully in the mindset to be testing a driver out. Didn't love the results I was getting, but I also wasn't hitting it the best. So um, I'm trying to put that in the back of my mind, trying to go into it with a new mindset. If I do want a new driver, this thing is catching my attention. How about you? I know that we're kind of in the same place, like could use some upgrades here and there and putter and driver is that. And we do have to be a little selective sometimes on, on uh, which direction we go. So what are your thoughts on the old AI smoke driver? Yeah, I, you know, similar to you the first time that i hit the paradigm i was like man this is not yeah. it like i want it to be it so bad but it's not um but that was just because it was off the shelf um you know straight off the rack i, I took it into the the hitting bay um and then you know a little bit later in the year went and you know had a little dummy fitting um i would say not very serious i told the guy up front I was like hey i'm not buying this today but i am really interested um and then he worked some things around and man, did that feel good? Um, so yeah, I definitely interested, um, in the paradigm at minimum. Um, I did send a message shortly after I talked to Verska and I was like, Hey, like with the Christmas money, I might be able to squeeze in another driver. I'm really thinking about the paradigm. Should I hold off, you know, for a couple days, a couple months, like, is there anything in the works? And he was like, there, there is something in the works. I can't really give details. Um, and I was like, that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't need you to give me details in, you know, nothing like that. Like just I'll keep an eye out yeah. for sure. And lo and behold, not two weeks later, um, 
doing some digging, found a, a somebody had leaked it. I don't some random Twitter golf <laughs> account, I yeah. guess. Um, I don't know how, which led me to a golf blog, which they had talked about it a little bit. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, in this picture, this guy says like there was no phones allowed in this, you know, demo showing or whatever it was. So like, how are they getting these out there? But um, but yeah, I caught you know caught that and I was like, man, this could be good. Um, and then it comes out, you know, it has the release, and it's like, man, I I really like I really like mm-hmm. it. Um, it definitely caught my eye. I, you and I were joking about the the smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as soon as we hit a good, oh man, that was uh-huh. smoked. You know, like that kind of thing. Definitely plays into the dad the dad jokes yes. factor on the course. <laughs> um, so that's another reason. And then um, our good buddy Scott Hogan, um, he did a little tryout for himself, and I'm going to pull this up here because uh, I'm really intrigued and I want to get this right. Um, so he said that he had the chance to hit the smoke, um, and he he was asking if anybody was interested in a review, uh, and of course I said yes, like. I need to I need to be able to justify this to the wife so any and all information would be great. Um and he said, "Well, I just got 250 RPMs less spin and 6 mile an hour gain in the club head speed." Uh, so Callaway no, is on to something don't here. Don't tell me this. I can't I can't do it right now. Don't tell. So me so you're telling me that I I'm not as good as Scott by any means, but if I can gain at least, you know, 2 or 3 miles an hour Club head speed with this bad boy. Oh, oh I damn it. I really wish distance is really all that I have. I wish you didn't that tell is, me that. <laughs> now I'm all in. I'm I'm good at chipping. I'm I will be the first to admit I'm good at chipping, but I can't get to chipping unless I get the ball down there. Yeah. And this is absolutely supposed to help me get the ball <sighs> down there based on everything that I've uh, been able to catch and read and you know, we've had some good friends um, mention us about. So, yeah. Uh, so hopefully when Berska comes into town, we have a few minutes to where he can uh, not only fit me um, for the new AI putter, which personally, um, I'm not a huge fan of the gold. Uh, okay. That That's, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I am, I'm a very visual person when it comes to the putter. Um, if you've seen my putter, it it's decked out in red, white, and blue. I painted it myself. So like visually I want to look down and look comp or, you know, think that I'm confident in it. Um, and for whatever reason, the gold just doesn't catch my eye. Now I did ask Verska if I could paint that. And he said he would suggest not. So I won't do that. Um, but unless the, there is that much of a difference for me in between just the, the regular AI or the milled AI. I'll probably go with the regular AI. Um, a little bit more in budget. That would give me a little bit more breathing room for um, the smoke if we have time to to look into that and and get a fitting on that. But yeah, if if my fitting with the smoke goes anywhere close to the fitting with the paradigm, the dummy fitting with the paradigm, it's going to be hard not to just hand over my Christmas money right there on the table. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, no, that's, I'll just be like, listen, honey, this is what we're doing. I'm, 
pull out the Christmas um Christmas money envelope, slide it across the cash register, take it, uh, just take it, and I'm gonna walk out with this thing. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, I have it up as we're talking, as you were talking, and everything there, and it's just like, man, I'm I'm falling in love. It's like I, I'm so back and forth on like the because it's called you know it's called the AI smoke as kind of like a smoke pattern on it. And like, sometimes I'm like, nah, I kind of like the basic, like keep it to the num, you know, keep it to the letters and numbers and uh, just the colors. Right. But then I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of, kind of like this. Like I'm, I'm back and forth on it. I, I want to see it in person. It's not available until January 12th. So coming up here soon. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited about that. So we'll, we'll see how things go and we'll report back early March sounds like would be about the time we'd be reporting back on, on this subject. So stay tuned on that. Um, the last thing, and this is, I would say minor, but also, I mean, if you play Callaway Chrome soft or, you know, played the XLS or X, um, as Caleb and I have, have kind of dedicated, um, choosing those balls over the, over the past year or so, um, they have kind of changed. I don't know if it's just a marketing change or, just the, the change of the, um, you know, what, what the ball is made of, but they are now calling it the Chrome tour and Chrome tour X. And then they have the normal Chrome soft. So, um, again, not, not too much information on the specs and all of that there, but wanted to get your thoughts on that. Do you, in my eyes, I've always like indirectly before using the ball always had like a weird feeling like, Oh, I don't know if I want to play a softball or not. Um, and that's maybe in the past kept me away from Chrome soft, but clearly knowing the data, it's not a soft ball or whatever. Right. Um, do you right. think this is a good move by Callaway to, to go to Chrome tour, um, for, for those kind of, you know, tour, uh, level balls uh, instead of calling it a Chrome soft X or XLS? Yeah. I mean, I don't see any problems with it. Um, and honestly, the, the last hour of the Century Tournament, which it was actually about 45 minutes, uh, the last 45 minutes of the Century Tour was commercial-free thanks to Callaway and the Callaway Tour Ball, or you know the Callaway Chrome Tour mm -hmm. Ball. Um, so I want as many people to buy those as possible. That way we can continue to have <laughs> the commercial-free last hours yeah. of the tournament. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I will probably dabble into it. Um, take a look and see you know what it might do for me or what you know if it does anything at all um probably will resort to verska's you know opinion there um given his his uh knowledge on the subject um maybe he'll just tell us hey we stick with the xls or you know go with the x or whatever mm -hmm. it is so um excited there um but yeah not it doesn't really, you know, pop to me like it does, like the putter and like the driver does. Yeah, no, Sam. I mean, clearly the the ball is probably the least uh, least fun thing to to upgrade, but I like it. I like the move. I like the the again. It may just be a marketing thing, but I like saying I play a Chrome Tour instead of a Chrome Soft. Just that slight right slight switch there um, goes there. So. Again, sure. we will uh, report back on some things later on into the year, especially as we get into the season with with some of this new equipment. If we are so fortunate um, to to get that, um, but yeah, we'll uh, end out the episode here in a minute as we transition to to the outro. 
All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bags. Um, again, new style. We'll be working out things as we go, uh, but trying to you know do two or three segments um, and and really dedicate time and effort to that. Separate the, them and kind of have those transitions and all that there. So uh, appreciate everybody bearing with us. Of course, you guys are the listeners. You guys are the ones that have listened to Bags coming up later this year on two years. Um, so would love the feedback that, that you have for us based on this, because that's more important than, than our own thoughts and, and opinions on it sometimes. So, um, would love to hear if you like the new style, how, how you think we can change and, or improve and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, again, we'll, we'll have more to talk about as the season approaches, but we're still going to be living through this January time frame and, just inching closer and closer to, to, to the season start. So, um, Caleb, any, any final words for today's episode, things you want to shout out, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, we still have the Travis Sherritt scholarship up and running, um, the GoFundMe page, you know, the more that we can get for these high school students, the better. Um, so we'll, we'll put that in the description below. Uh, we also have something in the works that's going to be related to that. Um, hopefully here in the spring sometime. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, hoping, hoping that we can make a difference in our local community, um, with that. But yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm ready to get the golf season started. I know, you know, we're, we're definitely two months, probably two and a half closer to three months away, um, from consistent golf. Um, but man, can I, I can't wait. I've, I've already got the itch and it seems like it's starting sooner and sooner every year, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I want to improve. I want to get, you know, want to get better. want to really challenge myself to, you know, to shoot lower scores this year. And I think I'm on the right track to do so, um, which I think we're going to talk about, um, in the next couple episodes, but yeah, um, just really excited to get things going. Me too. I'm I'm scrolling uh 18 birdies right now to remember what the actual date was for my first round last year, but I I, I yep, there it is. February 15th. So maybe we're not too far away. Now, of course, consistent I want consistent golf is um yeah, 2 2 3 months away at least, but hey, February 15th, 2023 was my first round of uh of 2023 so maybe not that far away might have more to talk about here soon i played another round on the 20th listen i'm kind of forgetting you kind of forget how the winter goes but um we'll see yeah i'm trying to i want to say my first round of the year was in january but that was just because i was out of town um and was able to able to play in january uh that's when i was would have been down in san antonio um Let's see yep there's that one so the first one back here in indian indiana was in march or was on march 1st okay. so um hopefully that's that's less than two months away so hopefully we can we can make that happen well i got one below average golf moment to end out today's episode and it Let's hear is it. the worst thing and i am kicking myself even saying this caleb i have not oh, swung boy. a golf club since oh, October boy. 2023, I oh, need boy. to figure some stuff out. Now, luckily, you and I are visiting a simulator in the next couple of weeks, so um, be able to take care of that. But, 
now I'm getting a little scared that I have not put an ounce of work into my golf game since I got home, since I went on vacation in October and played in Myrtle Beach. So I'm nervous now. Gosh. Maybe we need to do like a, a first swing of the year video and a last driver of the year video or roughly a, a last driver of the year video just to see what the differences are. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll get a video of that. I'm not, I'm not excited. I'm excited to get back to it. I'm very disappointed in myself for letting myself just keep pushing this golf swing away and knowing that yeah. if my first round does happen to happen in February again this year, I might be in for some trouble versus last year played one of my best rounds to start out the year because I've been putting in work. So great. Yep. But we're going to manage our expectations. We are, baby. Shout out. We are. But all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We will see you on the next episode. Again, check out all the content. We're going to be doing more, um, probably shooting for two to three videos on YouTube from these segments. So if you just listen to it, act like you didn't go watch the video version of it where Caleb and I, you can see our beautiful faces and maybe some graphics here and there. Um, uh, but if you bounced around and stuff, definitely go check that out. Uh, but you'll always find us here on the audio podcast as well. So once again, Owen Smith, Caleb Wallen, below average golfers podcast, and we'll see you guys next time.